Hi guys, welcome to Under Further Review. I'm Kata, that's Mike Rose. Hi. And uh, we have an episode for you today, but we just wanted to start today with just some thought sharing, you know, because we have to. You know. Um, You know, full disclosure, this week we're actually recording a few different episodes, and that's mostly because I'm in post-production for a project that I really can't wait to share with you guys in the coming weeks. Um, I'm so excited about it. It's so aligned with what's happening in the country right now and what's been happening. And it's truly some just incredible journalism that I'm so honored to be associated with. But I promised myself and Mike that we would try to be a little bit more consistent with content in 2021. So yeah, we're recording episodes this week. Um, Still, you know, I started writing these feelings like a few days ago and things haven't really changed from then. It still feels wrong to me that I'm sitting behind this microphone today and it feels wrong to me that we're conducting these interviews, which I had hoped would be silly and fun. Um, because my voice should not be a priority for you today. Like, period. Um, but since you're here, I guess we'll just give it to you all straight. Since you guys know that I'm not really in the business of doing it any other way. Um I know I'm not shy at all about my political leanings. Mike, you're not either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But all that aside, um, obviously we, like many, are genuinely appalled. Um, And it's for a lot of reasons. I think the first thing, once the terrorism kind of stopped for me, was all the shit that I saw on my feed. Um, Y'all promoting your products, your family photos from the holidays and your baby pictures and your pet photos. And yes, that's you guys, my family and friends included in that. Um, It's kind of disgusting. And the fitness videos and the makeup tutorials and the inspirational quotes, all this while an act of domestic terrorism was occurring, putting our country's history of progressive and peaceful protests to shame was really fucking upsetting to me. Um, My personal opinion is if you have the audacity to flood the feeds of the people who listen to you, who literally follow you and look to your interests to develop their own while, while maintaining silence and ignorance on the events that have transpired this week, that actually threaten the very systems that allow you to have these platforms and give you the opportunity to express yourself freely under a, well, sincerely flawed, but ultimately progressive constitution of democracy, you are complicit, you are part of the problem, end of story. And that is especially if you are white, I am not exempt, Mike is not exempt, right? Mm, Yeah. Okay. He sips his tea. 
And that said, <laughs> if you're actually if you do acknowledge it, if your actual acknowledgement of this terrorism is, you know, the this is un-American and the this isn't who we are and the we're better than this, my God, you have some work to do because like we're better than this. I say that to my dog when she goes after a field mouse on her walk. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, we are not better than this. We are this, this is us right now. We live in a racist country. We live in a religiously biased country. Yes, I am not going to ignore the anti-Semitism and anti-Muslim symbols that I saw this week from those attackers. Those were there too. Now I'm justifying recording now with the hopes and beliefs that our audience is smart enough to hear this and to do their research or um, have already consumed enough of reality to warrant a wee break. Um, I also throw a little bit of justification on the fact that this is also a podcast. It's not live radio. It doesn't exist on any medium that might be a distraction from the voices that matter more right now. It's voluntary to engage with. Um, and we're also taking off our sponsorships for this episode. And instead we encourage you to go and find your local black owned businesses to support your own communities um, and those communities that need us right now. And I gotta say too, Mike, it really fucking sucks to start the year off like this, like just mouthing off. Well, you you said it first, remember, you were like 2021 is not, is, it's gonna be the same old and here we are. Well, exactly. You're totally right. I mean, look, we're a country on fire and in more ways than one, um, by the way. And we're in a country where a pandemic is raging and still so many refuse to take the necessary means to put it to an end. And we're in a country where if it had been black or brown people, be they African-Americans, black Americans, indigenous peoples, Native Americans, Latinx, Muslim, storming a building that is supposed to represent democracy and freedom, which still isn't free. Um, basically in a nation that's completely lost its fucking mind. Um, I just wanna sound off and say, be careful about using your platforms to be kind right now and to be gentle and to be silent and to be ambivalent because to me, that is to be complicit. Mm -hmm. I'll add on that. And what I'll say is uh, hold yourself to a higher standard than posting on Facebook, right? Um, I'm, I, I do chafe and maybe we can talk about this. Um, maybe this is a jaded approach, but I, I chafe at uh, in the handful of statuses that I'm seeing, hey, we see your silence. And I'm like, we need to be a little bit more descriptive of what silence looks like. Are you, like, if you have time because you're out of work, did you phone bank for the Georgia runoff? Why not? You know, uh, if you have time to volunteer for COVID-related matters and you're of health, why not? If you have time to volunteer in any type of organization that helps Black and Brown Americans, why haven't you? Um, and if the only thing you have done is, is say you're disgusted on Facebook, I'm gonna essentially say you've done nothing um, yeah. because it's useless. I mean, it is one thing, you're right. It is one thing to let people know that you're condemning actions. And it's another just, uh, if someone posts something inappropriate on Facebook saying, just so you know, I reject this notion and I think differently of you, that is effective, but it is quite literally bare basics. Um, might I recommend Working Families Party, give them some money. 
the uh, the party that's been this entire time saying that this was going to be the outcome and has been ridiculed by GOP members uh, and, and gaslit saying that the situation is not what it is and then they were right. You might want to throw them some money if you're working a lot and have it or volunteer. Um, again, time is money or money. Money can buy you whatever. So you have one of them, I'm sure. Um, well, uh, you're you're completely on, on track because that's that's actually the thing. Like now is the time to use our platform to set an example. And and it's not just sharing, pressing like share to story or retweet or anything. We need to set an example and and force the truth down the throats of everyone who disbelieves. And you know what? That's what I'm realizing more and more, Mike, is for years now, it hasn't been Democrat and Republican. It's been the truth and the Trump. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's not to give any lenience to the Republican Party who built and fed Frankenstein's monster. They are undoubtedly responsible for something. Quote Levitard. Exactly. And no, that's, that's exactly, I mean, everyone's saying it. Like, they, mm -hmm. they built this monster. They, they, they fed this monster. They gave this monster. It's like, um, like in the Santa Claus 2 like when they built the fake Santa Claus to clone Tim Allen or whatever, so that he could go and find Mrs. Claus. They they built this monster and they fed him everything that he needed to do what has happened. And they are not exempt from that. Um, but it's even more to say that what we're observing right now is not, it is a radical change and it's not socially, nothing is, gotten any better or any worse really in that regard but we used to you disagree on like on reasons why the truth was the truth we used we to used fight to, about trickle down economics well we used to like like the stock market would go down and we would argue about why but now we're arguing about what is actually true and what is actually false and that is the difference. And we can't, we just can't agree on what the facts are. That's why, like, I don't mean to be alarmist, but that's why we're on the brink of a civil war is because if we can't even agree on what the simple facts are, there's nothing that our party, our side of this, this rope can do to convince the others because there are no facts. There is no truth to them other than what they wanna believe. And I personally was not surprised that this happened and I will not be surprised if it happens again on or near inauguration day. What, I mean, Mike, I gotta ask you, what was your, what was your reaction when you saw what happened on Wednesday? Were you surprised? Were you, like, what, what were you feeling? I had a, I don't watch news live these days because I get scared about having to experience it live. And I unfortunately did that to myself that day uh, because I wanted to watch um, Joe Biden, who I think I've been pretty vocal that like while I voted for him, I'm not a massive fan. Um, but, um, you know, I wanted to see him get uh, certified to be president. I was excited. Um, and so I watched it live and I unfortunately also watched them get evacuated live, wondering why are they getting evacuated? And then there we had it. Um, it's just kind of a numbing, it's numb at this point, right? I mean, it's a very numbing feeling where you're like, wow, 
this is where we're at. And this idea of like, is this what civil war looks like? I mean, there are different optics. You know, last time we had a civil war, we didn't have a trillion, this was just kind of ironic. We didn't have a, like a trillion dollar funded military that's funded by the people that caused this. <laughs> it, it's like almost, it, I, can't, I can almost like roll my eyes because the people that fought for a trillion dollar military, one of the, the biggest military in the world are trying to overthrow or trying to storm a government that is defended by said military. Honey, what you thinking? Like, it's just, it's it's really embarrassing. Um, it's at best, you know. Well, and um, it's funny, you know, we, we, we saw, I mean, people did die yesterday, um, mm-hmm. including a cop. You know, we don't see the Blue Lives Matter now. We don't see that shit. Look, we started the season by telling you all that we refuse to ignore the social injustices that are just currently rampaging the United States and beyond. And we intend to keep that promise. And look, we can celebrate victories. Uh, uh, the work of progressive organizers like Stacey Abrams, who turned Georgia and thus the Senate blue Mm-hmm. And and Raphael Warnock, the state's first black senator, and John Ossoff, whose wife, by the way, has set a new standard for the wives of the office, literally working the overnight shift as an OBGYN the night her husband was being elected. Like, amazing. She's incredible. I'm obsessed with her already, even though her husband is super hot. And <sighs> he really is. Yeah, it's hard. And of course, there's also like, like, we should extend endless gratitude to all people of color who have been brave and transparent enough to use their voices to educate in these times when they are in no way obligated and it, we in no way deserve it. We don't. Um, I, we had all summer to read. We had all, I mean, we've had all our lives to read and learn and do our best and so many of us have failed um and on that note i've seen a lot of posts saying like i don't care what side you're on this is unacceptable i'm just gonna say it now um i absolutely care what side you're on and what you've been on and this is so unacceptable because I guarantee, I guarantee if those protesters were people of color that there wouldn't just be arrests the few arrests that there were, there would be blood and significantly more than what was shed this week. And I know that we at this little podcast are not the mainstream and we're not the elected and we're not, you know, the representation that is needed right now, but we can do our jobs by asking questions and being journalistic, which is to no longer say, be unbiased. It is what it always has been. It's to share the truth and fight the narrative that we are the enemy of the people to anyone who is so ridiculously fucking stupid enough to believe it. That's yep. that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's just, um, yeah, unfortunately, like our um, our perspectives on life um, or really our lens on life is, is uh, not helpful at the moment, but, uh, Regardless of your lens on life, your your anger is helpful, you know? You, I mean, uh, anger, it's, there's so much anger. There's just, there, I mean, and I get it. Like, if I was if I was on the other side of things, I'd be angry that, that my president would, didn't win either. But, but here's the other 
another thing, you know, <laughs> take America back, they said, make America great again, they mm. said, like their message is all about moving backwards. And they took a Godzilla step backwards this week. Like they, 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 they did this and based on their actions, frightened their own so-called party into concession. I mean, it's almost miraculous, right? And on a day that like started so victorious, Mike, I had like true, I had like at least three true like full belly laughs before 9 a.m. on Wednesday when I was scrolling through memes that were like deifying Stacey Abrams, <laughs> right? Like reading through my favorite newsletters, seeing athletes and other artists and public figures going above and beyond to flip Georgia blue. And and it was wonderful. And at that, by the way, if you aren't crediting the WNBA for the way that they've led sports and really the country on these issues, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know where you've been. Like these women, particularly the black women of the WNBA and their activism in the Black Lives Matter movement and in women's movements, and most recently supporting Raphael Warnock over Atlanta dream owner, Kelly Leffler. I mean, for God's sake, like, when are we going to learn that we actually, surprise, can listen to Black women before it's an absolute emergency? Like the WNBA has led, that's the tweet. Yeah, I hope that this whole experience about unseating um, a sitting president, which is a big deal regardless of who it is, um, flipping both seats in Georgia during a runoff, yeah. which is unprecedented and a huge deal. And I hope people understand how much their actions can actually affect um, outcome, if you will. Um, I think I, I hope that this experience, both these experiences, I know myself, you know, um, were, was involved a lot um, in calling for, for Georgia and a lot of other people were too, that I had never done so before. And so people like myself are at least enlightened in the fact that like, wow, even just putting two hours a month to something um, clearly has made such a huge difference because to say last year that Georgia was going to not only vote for a Democratic president, but vote for two uh, Democratic senators that are questionably quite progressive, um, that's a big deal. And I hope people take it with them. I hope people share this this Facebook anger energy that, they, that they're shooting out right now, two years from now, when we're back. Because this isn't like some phase of life. Like this is the, this is a democracy and you have to bring, you have to bring yourself and your time and your energy and possibly your money to the table every single time. Because if it doesn't, then what, what's it for? You know, like it, it's, I just hope this is like a learned lesson that doesn't uh, leave people's brains and leave people's, um, you know, egos, if you will. Like I said, like people are so fired up right now. And I think I, I went on Facebook and I kind of, I got a little flack from it because I think it, it hurt some people's feelings, but I'm glad it did. Because I said, if, you hold, if you're holding yourself or others to a standard that caps at uh, posting on Facebook, yikes. Uh, 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sorry because that takes five seconds and zero dollars. You have no time, probably because you're working, you got money. You got no money, probably have time uh, for the most part, right? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, honestly, like, I don't really know what else to say, Mike. Like, it's so hard to watch something like this happen and feel like you can do nothing, but there's plenty you can do, like mm-hmm. no matter what. And, and you know, even in seeing like the losses of yesterday, like I'm trying to open my heart. I can't do it. I feel the deepest sympathies for the BIPOC community that was failed and continues to be failed through systemic oppression and racism by police and lawmakers and judges and neighbors. I mean, y'all's lives have never mattered more. And, and we, I, I can only speak for, for us, I think, for you and I, wherein we are just open to as much education as possible and as many ways as we can help as possible because being silent and being unbiased are no longer the answer because being unbiased is being receptive towards untruth at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and also if I see one more wake me up in 2022 tweet, I'm going to shit all over the place. This is not a fucking joke. Right. It's like, this is not just conducive to the time period. It's not. If, if you haven't seen that yet, then you haven't. Then those little cute little posts that you've been sharing on uh, Facebook, you made it abundantly clear to me you haven't read one of them. No, and look, we have a responsibility, Mike. I know we have a small audience, but like, it's, you know, I feel like- post up with one individual on Facebook. I do not care. It could be one person listening to this episode. It could be a thousand. We Uh, will. Look, they they come to us for the X's and O's. They want to talk sports. They want to talk football. This is sports. This is football. This is everything. This mm -hmm. everything is relying on what what is happening right now. Mm -hmm. There is no- stick to sports anymore because stick to sports is stick to the state of this country mm-hmm. and we and we want to have fun today we really do and so we we decided against our better judgment to release a fun episode and we're so sorry that it, things had to start so sour but but this is what we're feeling we felt the need to share that with you and take responsibility um Again, if you feel like triggered by any of this, like you can go ahead and unsubscribe. I don't really give a fuck, but if you like what you're hearing and you care about actual social dialogues or you have something to say yourself, whether it agrees with or, whether it agrees with us or disagrees with us, um, you can find us on social media. Our handle is at UFR Podcast. Our email is helloufr at gmail.com. Um, feel free to interact with us. We hope that you will. Um, we're going to bring you a not super political conversation, but a fun conversation that that has its serious moments with um, one of our really great friends, Mikey C, who was such a doll to just come and hang out with us for a little bit. We talk about the vaccine, wearing heeled shoes, we talk about casinos. We talk about his girlfriend. We had a really nice talk just kind of to clear our our 
systems of everything, not that they should be cleared at all. Um, this is certainly not the first incident that has occurred as domestic terrorism on a particular people without assistance from the bodies that are supposed to protect us. And this certainly won't be the last. Um, but we did have a really nice time catching up with Mikey and we hope you guys enjoy that conversation. Mike, you doing okay? Yes. Well, and my final thoughts are listen to the episode, have fun, and um, know that you can you can uh, both take care of yourself and take care of others at the same time and be successful in both. That's all I'll say. I love it. I love it. And do that, please. We care about you guys and we appreciate you guys so much as an audience. We're so thankful for your support. Yeah, if you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and review. But more importantly, just do what you need to do to help your communities right now and help the people around you. There's a lot of sadness and whether the people around you need awakening or they just need some laughter. Um, we hope that we can be a vehicle for that. And if not, we hope that you can be a vehicle for that for your own people. So um, be well and enjoy this fun post-holiday conversation with Mikey C from stupidity game time game time game time game time game time baby mm. game time baby <laughs> games oh my goodness gracious aren't you a sight for sore eyes am i yeah it's been like a couple of months right i never understood that saying sore eyes shouldn't you get that checked out like what is that Sore eyes. I guess I didn't get the memo to wear my glasses today. Yeah, these aren't real. They're just blue light glasses that I'm pretty sure don't do anything. Yeah. But yeah. I look nice. So. Mine are real because <laughs> I'm blind. It's fine. Yeah. Well, hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year, everybody. Mikey. How are you? I'm okay. Just yeah. made a smoothie. Got back from the gym. I just made a cocktail. So. <laughs> oh, look at you. You got a protein shake, too. So how were your uh, holidays? How were yours? How were yours? Jeez, ours were boring as hell. Mine actually weren't that exciting. What'd you do? Well, I'd worked a lot actually. So um so that wasn't exciting. Um were you working on Christmas Day? I was working on Christmas Day. I had a nightmare shift, like a eight hour shift of running like the best of ESPN programming. Like it wasn't even live shows. It was taped. That sucks. Uh, yeah. I got to move around a little bit today because usually where I smoke, I have like a smoking room where I usually podcast, but there's no heat there. So right now this is like my other room that has heat, but I don't, don't worry, bear with me. So, don't you think you can put a sweatshirt on? Oh, yeah, I'll put on a little coat here. As much as we don't want to see the guns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, we don't want to see those. Never. No, never. not me. Me, <laughs> never. Oh, my God. The gun. Oh, well, oh, there goes the camera. Hold on. Ah! This is a bad idea. Oh, there it goes again. Jeez. All right, come with me. I'm going to get a cigarette. So, wait, we're getting, we're getting like a tour of your house right now. Well, at least the downstairs. This is my, uh, this is my, uh, 
like my game room, like my man cave here. Are you really tall or is that room very short? It's I'd like to think I'm tall, but no. Oh, speaking of tall, I gotta show you guys this. <laughs> oh no. So look what I ordered. <laughs> Do you know what these are? Um how can I explain it? Okay. I'm gonna hold it up to the camera. Are they there's they look like socks. No heels. They're heels. <laughs> oh my god, they're like inserts. Who did that? I did that. <laughs> They're like these little things that you put on your feet and they're supposed to make you like two inches taller. They do because they're a heel. Just yeah, wear heels. But there's but you can't fit your shoe on with them. No, of course not. Oh, so they're worthless. No, just get you just have to get shoes that have a built-in heel. Well, then I wouldn't need these if I got a No, you wouldn't them. know those. Mikey, you realize this is going in the podcast, right? Like... <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm okay with it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> yes, I tried for Christmas. I tried to make myself two inches taller and failed because I got scammed. I need to understand. How, well, how tall are you? Is that like a secret? Well, it's debatable. I say I'm 5'9". Are you? Five nine? Yeah, I think so. On a good day. The girl I'm dating now thinks I'm closer to five seven, five eight. There's no way. I always imagined you very I'm I'm like five five six, five six and a half. I always imagined you much taller than me. And it would be it would be disappointing if you were not that much taller than me. Yeah, if you were that height, I would not fit in the room you're in because I'm five ten. You're and I would, not, I would not fit in the yeah. room you're in. I see what you're pointing, yeah. So, you, so when you're walking through this downstairs, do you have to like duck under doorways? Sometimes, yes, yeah. yeah. Especially going to the downstairs, yeah. And especially wearing your heel inserts, I'm assuming. <laughs> I just don't know in what world those fit into any male shoe or any shoe for that exactly. matter. Exactly, they wouldn't fit in like a sneaker. No, they wouldn't fit in any shoe because like, for example, like I have dress boots that have an inch heel already, but you can't really tell. Right. Um, you're just better off, you know, or like my sneakers, most of my sneakers actually have some sort of heel in them just because they have like some sort of shock absorber, I suppose. Wait, do you have a, do you have a, a tape measure? Oh, actually I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love important. that we're making this interactive. This is excellent. Yeah, I just think it's important that we figured this out. I want to know how tall the room is. I want to know how tall you are. And I want to know how I would, you know, fit in this space. <laughs> you not know, just Mike, for just for science. Not, not that Mikey's you know. ever invited me over, but like, hypothetically. <laughs> I literally have a tape measure. Should I measure myself? Yeah, so what you, what you can do is take the uh, the end of it and put it under your big toe. Under my big toe. Mm-hmm. I think the other end, sweetheart. Oh no, wait, wait. You want the thick end in your hand? Yeah. So like, so like the 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 end, like that's not connected to the the circley part that holds it. See, um, I, I was always told it was the heel because the toe. If you're going up to your head, you're gonna get a couple extra like little millimeters. Yeah, you're gonna have to keep it. Uh, oh, I guess you could do the heel and then go up for the back. That would make more sense, huh? So yeah, no, put it under the heel and then pull up and then bring it up to where you think your head stops. All right. Okay. Yeah. 
This is the worst. This like tape measure came as like a pack of gum. Oh, not hey, no! You're thinking of the oh, what what gum comes in a tape uh, tape measure form? What is it called? How about All right, I'm gonna stand straight. Yeah, standing straight. Yeah, make sure you don't bend it or. Curve. Are you wearing shoes? This is important too. I do have sneakers on. All right, that's okay. I'm gonna that's subtract fine. an inch, probably. Right an now. Take an inch, like a my half an inch. My my shoes are about an inch. All right, I'm getting. What do we got? I'm so nervous. Ah, uh, you are. <laughs> this episode's gonna be called How Tall Is My QC? <laughs> Six foot eight. <laughs> That's what this says here. Come on, focus. Focus. Wait, yeah, I can't even see. Oh, no. How does this focus? It doesn't. It's too close. Wait, what numbers? Read me the numbers. And is it one dash, two dashes? What are we looking at? It's literally six dash. It's six with a. What kind of tape measure is this? It's literally like a six with like a long line and an eight. Why can't I focus in on this? Maybe I need to. Hold on. I'll text are you it sure? to you. Are you sure you're not using it backwards? Backwards? Well, I'll take a look at the other end. How but you really, I'm not making this up, guys. Oh my God. Look at like this thing here. What, what number is this? All right, hang on. I'm looking at my phone here. Here. This is just great content. Even that didn't focus very well. Shit. Because the thing is, like, if you're <laughs> six eight. No, I definitely, no, I'm definitely it not says six, six eight. But eight. It's oh no wait, wait. maybe it's sixty-eight six, inches. Sixty-eight, 68 inches. inches. All right, yeah. okay, that's what that means. So what? Yeah. How many feet are in sixty-eight inches? I got well, it. It's, I think that actually rounds to a perfect number. Hold 12. I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay. It doesn't round to a perfect number. <laughs> I know it doesn't. Are you ready? No. So 68 inches divided by 12 inches. It's right. 5.6, but you're not 5.6. No, it, don't say no, that. You're not 5.6. I'm telling you, you're not 5.6 because that's out of 10. So that would make you about 5.7 or 5.8. No, he's five point six six repeating would be technically it. You might round up to no, five, no, no, five no. But that's seven. but it's divisible by ten. So wait, hang on. No, a foot is, a foot is divisible by twelve. How tall is sixty eight inches? I'm googling because I can't do this math right now. I can't believe oh, that we it, really thought that was six foot eight. <laughs> I, I Google it and it gives me yards. It gives me one point eight eight nine yards. Sixty eight inches divided by twelve inches in a foot is five point six. So you're five feet and six inches. No you're not. No he's not. That's oh, not five... true. Wait. How tall are you if you're sixty eight inches tall? Equates to five oh my God. It's five six. I think you're five seven. Wow. Oh my God. That's so disappointing. Wait, convert convert 68 inches to feet. It's like, I think you're five, you round up. I think you're five, seven. Yes, light that cigarette. This is the time to mourn. Wow. And and I mean, mourn for me. I really thought you were, I, I really pictured you. you like a, like a, like a six, two. It's just now my, you know, all the dreams I've had and everything are just thrown out the window. It's fine. Oh, that's easy. He's five seven. Mm-hmm. 
his fast you are five. So I wouldn't fit in that room. No, you wouldn't. Because, yeah, well, I don't even think this goes as high as the room. Mike, I can't believe you're 5'10". I actually didn't know that. Everyone tells me that I'm not 5'10". I used to know somebody who would keep continuously tell me, they're like, no, I'm 5'8", so you're 5'8". And I was like, I'm taller than you. And she's like, no, you're not. But she looks up at me when we speak. And I'm like, huh. I think I give shorter energy. I mean, I guess. But we do always take really cute couple photos where I get to, like, look up into your eyes and stuff. But... You're Wait, taller Kata, too. You're, how tall are you, Kata? I'm pretty tall. I'm like yeah. five six and a half, but I always wear. I'm I'm always in heels. Like mm. you, you will never not see me in heels. So you two are basically a similar height. Yeah. Whoa, Jesus. Yeah, that's depressing. Well, you see now why I got these plastic heels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why. I mean, being tall, it's just like it's such a. It's very. Um, the only time it works is when you're in a theater because I can see over people. But other than that, I can't fit in Mikey's seat. And in everything else. I, uh, see no. so many, I see so many girls with tall guys for no other reason but the fact that they're tall. Tall, tall, is, is, tall is definitely helpful. Like tall, tall is an attraction. But I'm telling you, if you don't have like the face, the bot, like it, it's almost like um, this is... T- I can't believe I'm going to do this right now. This is terrible. So I was trying to, this girl came to me with a podcast idea, like a narrative podcast idea yesterday. And, and the, the wording we gave her was we can do like cheap, fast and good, but you can really only have two of those things like ever. And it's the same thing with guys. So tall, like handsome, physically sexy, and like nice personality and you can really only have two that's fair what two would you choose mike in a woman yeah or well, well no can we equate you can't it really to women? Tall. oh if i could pick for myself oh, okay it well no i mean uh, for women it's yeah. a little different though because like i feel like height isn't really a thing for guys yeah no it really isn't Maybe, maybe for you though, taller than you versus shorter than you, you probably like girls who are shorter than you, right? I usually I date short girls. So, so short, physically sexy and good personality. If you could have two of the three, what would they be? Yeah, probably personality and physically sexy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Height, height probably would be on the, on the third rung of the ladder. What about you, Mike Chris? So I don't mean to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure I'm all that three guy. of those. <laughs> <laughs> you are. And so I'm, I'm sort of out here wondering, I, I, I'm what not the hell's be, wrong with you? Yeah. Right, I'm like, I'm not picking two out of three. Fuck you. <laughs> I dated a tall girl and, and I, I thought it was hot to date. Like, of course she was like a, she was like five foot ten, five foot eleven, tall, blonde, Barbie looking chick, right? Beautiful, I thought. But I was so used to like the guy, I guess the girl that I dated beforehand was a lot shorter. And taller girls have taller features. For instance, my my manhood didn't look as big in her hands as it did the previous girl's hand. And that would give me a complex, as well as 
her 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 vagina was taller than most than a short girl's vagina. So I felt less of a man there too. So I really was uncomfortable with dating this girl. As much as pretty as I thought, as beautiful as I thought she was, it really gave me a complex. Wait, what does a tall vagina mean? <laughs> she had a tall vagina. <laughs> I don't Tata? know what that means either. Oh like, shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess like there's like size, like, and then there's I've never really thought about that. Mm. You've just given me a complex I didn't know I had. Why do you think you have a tall vagina? Well, I'm <laughs> I'm relatively tall. I don't I'm not super tall. Like I'm like like 99% of the guys I've dated have been like significantly taller than me. I'm sure and by significant, I mean like three or four inches. I think most of it was in my head too. Plus like in bed, you want to feel like a man. You want to be able to move the girl around and, you know, be able to feel like, like a man. And girls like to be moved around. Mike, yeah, what, I, Mike Rose, what is that face that you just made? Are you like thinking uh, back through my dating history? Yeah, I don't think all the boys you have dated have been taller than you. I think that's a lie. Ooh. Who do you, who is not taller than me? How tall is Mike Brown? My current boyfriend, Mike Brown? Yeah. Mike Brown's like 5'10". Are we the same height? No, I always feel taller. Well, he's like a larger <laughs> person than you, too. Like, he's like, you're like this sweet... I'm a twink and he's stocky. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you're trying to say. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, he's broad and, you know, all right, we can't have this conversation. You're definitely wrong, though. I'm not going to put you on blast on this podcast, but I know for a fact those people that you updated have not been taller. That's so not true. That's so not. Well, all right. And there's also like a a discrepancy between people I've dated and people I've hooked up with, which is. Oh, yes, there is. Sometimes they were very similar. I had a phase. Um, Mikey, speaking of, uh, so it was it was your girlfriend or the girl that you're seeing now or whatever the fucking label yeah. is. Yeah, because, yeah. So, so, so here's a question. So you haven't done a stupidity this week, right? No, it's all done. You're yeah. all done for right now, at least. Um, so I remember I listened to the last one and we were finally referring to your lady friend by name, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And, um, and now she's like getting on you about your height, whatever. How tall is she? First of all. She's five, six. Okay. Okay. So for me to be five, seven, I thought I was at least a couple inches on her. That's why this is really bumming me out. This five, seven-ness, but. So are you guys dating now or like, has anything changed? Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys had a pretty hot date this week. If you want to talk. Yeah. About we it. went to Mohegan sun the other night, which is why I was too hung over to talk to you guys yesterday. Yup. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. Cause usually it's the girl that's like, Oh, are we dating now or whatever? But somehow she's flipped it on me because I'm like, are we dating? And she's like, she's like, what does dating mean? She's like, it's COVID. We haven't been dating. Well, and that's, she said, she said that you weren't dating because you hadn't taken her on a date. I think taking her for a night at Mohegan Sun is 135,000% a date. Right. So, so in fact, in fact, in her eyes, she said last night was only our second date. Oh, that's <laughs> such bullshit. I think she's just doing it just to play a little sassy with me. I feel like she's just playing like, I, we're 100% dating, I think. 
Oh, good. You want me to call her? <laughs> and ask her? I'll ask. How hot was that picture that we took together? That was pretty I, hot. That was pretty hot. Good? MC Snoop. 23. MC Snoop 23. That's it. Yeah. Go to at MC Snoop 23. He posted a picture with his lady friend. I don't know. Actually, you know what? That's something I should have prepared for. Mike, we should have gone through the comments of that photo to see what people are saying. Um, I'm quick. I know I have to say <laughs> congrats on the sex. <laughs> Which to me, once you have that, you should be officially dating somebody. Because I have that rule. Because you don't want to be... You don't want to be sleeping with multiple people. I've always had that rule, kind of. Busy Billa says, you know what the C and Mikey C stands for? Cool customer. <laughs> now, here's something I got to ask you guys about this pick, because I love that pick. I think I look super hot in it. But there's something that that somebody pointed out to me. And now, in fact, I'm seeing it talking to you guys right now. When I'm, when you look at when you look at the pic, even if you can see it right now, you see this part of me right here. It's like black. He's pointing right under his nostril. Like particularly his left nostril. Right? It's it's kind of black. All it is, is just my nostril. But the way my nose is shaped, somebody thought it was a booger. No. Well, I don't black. see that. Boogers aren't black. <laughs> no. But now I'm seeing it, even in my super hot picture, it kind of, it's even there. I don't see it. No, that, that's it. a nostril. That's a nostril. Was wow. this in, was this in your room at Mohegan? Yeah, we had, oh gosh, because of COVID, the place was empty. I felt like a rock star. I felt like the casino was just like closed down for us so i was gonna ask if you if you did slots if you like did cards like what what did you do there i mean it's got to be weird i think about like um all right one of the things so christmas night the like 25th to the 26th we stayed at my brother-in-law's house he's got three teenage kids and one of the things that we usually do is play cards with them now i've been super wary just because I haven't had COVID yet and- Oh, you know, well, let me tell you this. I think you're getting right to, let me, I don't want to interrupt you, but I think I know where you're going. And I wanted to say this. So I'm at Mohegan with, with my girl, whatever you call her, right? Having a great time. She's, she's gambling on the slot machines. I'm walking around and I post this super hot picture, right? So I'm, lo I'm looking at the comments too, but somebody sends me a direct message, a kind of friend of mine, and listen to this direct message that I got from a friend, right? Having a great time at Mohegan, everything like that. And this person who, I don't even know it's a friend. It's a, not even, I've never met her. It's just somebody who follows me, sends me this. Hey, be careful there. My mother who had absolutely no underlying conditions and was as healthy as you and I caught COVID at the casino and died in three weeks. Funeral is tomorrow. As I'm having this great time there, I read that. Oh my God. Well, but that's, but that's an actual concern. Like my big thing was we typically play cards on and we like hang out and it's, a, we play, um we play asshole, which is like that old like college game, like drinking game. No, like with my, with my family. But my thing was the cards. I'm like, if I'm, and I know we, we all, I feel like have enough knowledge now that we know that it's an airborne virus and it's not so much like yeah, if you touch very... something, it can 
I mean, yeah. you gotta be, you still gotta sanitize and whatever, but I, I would be most concerned because we're only, by the way, Mikey C from where we are, we're like 30 minutes from Mohegan. We used to go to Mohegan all the time when we used to vacation in this house. And yeah. it's, it's one of those things now that it's opened. We're like, wow, that would be so fun to do but I'm nervous about touching stuff, which you have to do at a casino if you're going to play, right? Yeah. Well, you still got to, I mean, you know, she was playing the slots, so she was still touching buttons. Right. Um, I played roulette, so, I mean, I was touching the chips. Um, So, I mean, yeah, but they do have, like, hand sanitizer like stations every and that was basically after i read that message from from this person about her mother dying the rest of my trip was spent literally going from one hand sanitizer station to the next one. Oh man so my hands are about as dry as like the desert right now oh god wow it was kind of a buzzkill um but you're right i mean they say it's more of an airborne thing i don't know but it's 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 enough that the, the casino was completely empty. I've never seen it like that. So wait, I have to ask your opinion on this. Um, I was talking to some friends about this, and it's a strange conversation to have because, like, we all consider ourselves journalists, but we work in sports. And I was reading like a bunch of shit about you know the people who were covering the attacks on Wednesday from the New York Times, like recounted it for the paper and everything. And I was just thinking about COVID and I'm like, if journalists are, which I believe the widespread belief is that journalists and media are considered essential workers. When Should we be we... able to get the vaccine? Exactly. Like I work mostly, like most of the work I do these days is not field work. So I'm not out there, like I'm willing to wait and whatever, but there are people who are out there and people, even people like you who are actually, even if you're not out there, like grabbing footage or whatever, you're out there going to work. Yeah. When, where, how, like what, what's the qualifier here? I don't know. And how do we report it? Because, I mean, I'm all about trying to skip as many people as possible to get this vaccine at this point. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I, you know, my friend who is a nurse texted me, oh, I got the vaccine. And I was like, you bitch, you couldn't fucking, sorry, you couldn't get one for me while you were there. I'm like ready for it because I'm so sick of all this stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, how do yeah, you're right. How do who do we tell or is it would it be like our employer that would say, all right, here's our list of essential personnel? I mean, I don't know. Well, okay, so I started thinking about this because um through like the New York City portal of scheduling vaccines. I don't know. There are people who are out there and like exposing themselves significantly more than we are as far as journalism is concerned, but um, and they probably should get it first, but also like I have a wedding to go to in May. <laughs> I would like to be vaccinated by then. Yeah. My mom's getting hers like tomorrow. Yeah, your family is all doctors and, and people in Frontline medical. Frontline workers. Yeah, my yeah. mom works at LabCorp. So they're like one of the biggest distributors of said vaccine and testing. So like she was bound to get it relatively first. And my cousin's a surgeon. So I think he already got his. Um, so I feel left out. 
Well, how come it seems like, I mean, and you hear that, like all of a sudden, it, like it seems like it's stalled, that there's problems now with getting the vaccine out. Like uh, it, it seemed like, you know, all these frontline workers started getting it. Then I, I've, I've heard of the, the older people in the nursing homes started to get vaccinated. And now it's like, it seems like it's stalled there. And I haven't heard much more after that. I hear these stories about these jerks that are like, they get the vaccine and they leave the box outside and now 5,000 vaccines were ruined and everything. Could have been mine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 99% sure it definitely wasn't yours. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know. I could have had my DC's name on it. Or maybe they could have still given it to me. I'll take a warm vaccine and press my locker. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I thought, so obviously we're in Rhode Island still. And my immediate reaction, we got like a like a pamphlet in the mail about the vaccine, right? And it's like, yeah, we're in phase one, go to c19.ri.gov or whatever the fucking address is. And um see if you qualify and get information about the vaccine. Well, this whole thing that you're saying that there's like this portal, at least you're saying New York has this thing to like find it. That's news to me. Do you know if Rhode Island has this like similar things if each state has like a, like a portal to qualify for when you get the vaccine or I don't know. I haven't seen a portal from Rhode Island in my limited research, but the portal in New York, you can basically register for it and it doesn't, it asks for your insurance even though it is supposedly free, but I'm like the New York portal is kind of suspect to me because it kind of looks like just about anybody can actually just say I'm a frontline worker and get it. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) Are you? Yeah. I'm going to do it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Just, just do the research while we're doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, tell us, uh, you, you said you had holiday stories. Tell us more about your holidays. Mm. Well, yeah, I I was hoping to like talk about like you know what kind of good gifts that we got, but um. What did you get? Um, I got a. Uh, my mother got me this. Uh, she got me a funnel, and I what? didn't. I thought <laughs> it really just looked like a funnel, and I was like, "Wow, a funnel!" I thought it was like a funnel, like to put oil in my car or something, but it's actually not. It's like a thing to scrape ice off your car. And I actually mm. used it today, and it's kind of cool. And you end up like with a snow cone of ice. That was interesting. Um, uh, the girl that I'm dating, uh, there was this shirt that I wanted. You know what? Do you remember? Do you remember? I asked you. I sent you one time a picture of a shirt, and I said, "Do you think this would look good on me?" I remember it. That black. Well, well, I had ordered it, and it never came, and everything. And she said, "Oh, I'll get it. I'll find it for you." And she kind kind of found it. But she ordered me a large, and I think it was not even American large. It was, like, Asian large, and I can't even get it past my shoulders. So, like, I'm kind of bummed out. Oh, it's, like, it's like tiny? It's super tiny. It looks like a onesie. <laughs> I don't qualify for the vaccine right now. Is that what they told you? That's what yeah. New York told you? Yeah. No, it's weird. I expected them not expected that, but then like for some reason my feelings still got hurt. Mike, did they ask you did, did was there questions that were asked that you could There was made? like two. They're like, Do you work in med in the medical field at all? Are you in a like conglomerated type of living circumstance? 
Oh, so like me, who like I take care of my elderly mother, would I be able to answer yes to that? Well, your mother, how old is your mother? 76. She, so over 75 in New York City, you can get vaccinated. Tell her to go get vaccinated. Drive her to the city. Drive her to the city, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can totally do that. I will send you the link that I went to. I'm pretty sure that should do, or or Rhode Island. Rhode Island definitely is vaccinating. I think over 70, it might be 75, but still she qualifies. Maybe Connecticut is. I should look it up. I should look it up. Maybe Connecticut's doing it. I wouldn't have to drive all the way. Honestly, I mean, it sucks that you can't get vaccinated, but at least you can like go to work and like go to Mohegan Sun and whatever and know that if you're going to go see her, that it's going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. She never leaves the house. So I'm wondering if she could just like, you know, give me hers maybe, because I think it's more important for me to get it than her. So I got the, (laughs) so I got a tiny shirt that wouldn't fit me, but then she got me another shirt that I do like, because she got me a shirt, an alpha shirt that um, does fit. Um, let's see, what else did we get for Christmas? Uh, yeah, those are my two best gifts. How sad is that? I got a fanny pack. It's the best thing I've ever gotten in my life. Does Mike know that I was, I went on a couple of dates with a girl who wore a fanny pack and that was like what decided me to like stop or made me not interested. Mike, were it's you there she, for that? Were you there for the fanny pack conversation? I think I was. And I'm going to say she probably didn't rock it like I do. That's all I'm going to say. Probably. <laughs> it's like really convenient because it's like, first off, it's like a nice, like gray, sleek look, but it's very like 90s in that way. Does it look like, like a fanny pack or does it look like a cool purse? It might look like a cool purse. All right. It might look like a very, like, like, uh, yeah, I guess. Is it handy? Can you show me? Yes, I'll go get it. It's actually so far out of my way, but I want to show it so bad. (laughs) Go get it. Go get it. I I had a a fanny pack when I first got Joey because we were still trying to train her to, like, like, she didn't have a lot of accents inside. She actually, because Mike obviously I've told you this, right, Mike? So Mike Rose actually fostered her before we adopted her, my dog. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. So so she was pretty well-trained when we got her, but we had to, like, yeah. regulate her a little bit, and we wanted to make sure she wasn't peeing inside. So when she would pee or poop outside, you, you would, would like, give her treats. You would stick the poo in your fanny pack? Well, we'd oh. give her treats out of the fanny pack, and it was nice to, like, have, you know, rewards in there, like, extra poop bags, blah, blah, blah. But that lasted about a week before I was like, this is insanely inconvenient. And I just like attached a little like kibble bubble, we called it to her leash so that I could give her like little treats or whatever. And all right, show really? us. Really? A kibble bubble? Okay, so here it is. This is my fanny pack, right? So it like sits over here. So oh, look- yeah. Oh, it's, See? Like a pur- it's a purse. That's not a fanny that pack. That is much more stylish than, yeah, than the so- fanny pack of the girl that I... For size comparison, it's the size of the iPhone, so it fits it quite perfectly. Oh, yeah, that is barely a fanny pack. No, that's not a fanny pack at all. What would you call it? It's a purse. What's the difference between a purse and a fanny pack? A a fanny pack sits on your fanny. Uh, It could. I could put this around my waist. No, it's different. It's different. It loops mm. around your waist and it just does the thing, but but it is beautiful. It is that's that a, is nice. Yeah. That is very nice for for a young 
uh, particularly you train a lot of dogs, but having a young dog of your own, I can see that being extremely sustainable as a solution. And I also like that it's it's kind of grayish in color and I can't tell the material, but I feel like fanny packs are more made out of like that book bag material. Or plastic. Or plastic, yeah. Plastic is like a new trend, like that translucent or like rainbow unicorn. Oh plastic. god, yes, yeah, you're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is the girl the girl that you dated with the fanny pack? I bet she had like a rainbow unicorn plastic one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we went to the mall one time, and I forget where we were, and we saw this thing, kind of like what Mike has, except even a little bit more of like more stylish more of like a purse thing but it was a fan it was it was like in, it was kind of in between and i said to her i said wow look at this this would be perfect for you it's stylish it could have like you know we could have breathed new life in her and gotten an, an extra date out of it but she was not interested in it she was like no i like my fanny pack it sounds like you guys got pretty good gifts for christmas i mean look my big thing about christmas gifts it's is it's shirt that doesn't fit me Oh, Lyft like, like the car it. company. Lyft <laughs> like the car company. L-Y-F-T. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. People will walk up to you and be like, hey, I need a ride. So the, I got this shirt that I was going to wear at Mohegan. Um, but it's a very deep V-neck. And I thought with all the gym work that everything, I could pull it off. But I decided against it. So I don't know. I, I know it's not good for like... Um, an audio thing but i need to put it on and show you guys this shirt that i got we'll just narrate what is what what is happening there's a lot of visual happening no i'm making this a really visual thing for you audio audio is a very visual medium like it'll it'll be good for your writing skills to be able to uh describe it to our listeners um you know properly i'm ready All right, so here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, 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 no. It's no. pretty deep, isn't it? It's not even that it's deep. <laughs> Look at Mike's face. <laughs> it's not even that it's deep, it's that it's not straight lines. If it were like a looser, straight line, deep v neck, I might be here for it. Are you sure that's not for, that's not a woman's cut? <laughs> My friend, one of my best friends said it looks like a G.I. Jane shirt. I don't know what that means. All right, it kind of, no, it looks like, it looks like, it's got like this, um, like, female ballerina leotard cap sleeve thing. That's what I was going to say, Kata. I think you would look really nice in that shirt. Thank you. And no, it's, 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 it's a good idea in theory, because I like a nice, like, slim cut t-shirt with I a just, nice deep know. V, particularly when you've got the pectorals that you do to show them off. But so it's the, just the wrong shirt? It's just, it's the way it almost, the V is almost like a scoop neck. Like it's I like, see what you're saying. It's like you could straight. have a straight V, like like what I'm wearing right now. It's I'm more of a like U a than a V. Exactly. Like I'm wearing a straight ass V neck right now that like has a little cleavage, like blah, blah, mm. blah. Yours is more of like a scoop yeah all right yeah you might yeah that's a return for lack of a better word i think you don't have the titties for it yeah i i yeah i 
I think yeah. if you're going to have that deep of a uh, V-neck, you either need to be doing some form of drag or <laughs> have the titties for it. Because there's a lot of uh, men that can pull off the really deep V, but it's a very specific look. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think this shirt is, is conducive to the look. All right. I like the idea of it though. Oh, so now you put your alpha shirt on. Wait, what did your last shirt have on it? You, what was the last one? It was last one said gains. Yeah, and now you've got alpha. Yeah, because that was on brand for you. Mm. So I've got a problem for you guys. Um, that's uh, good for your podcast. Let's do it. So the the girl that I'm dating is a huge pink fan, like (gasps) huge. The artist or the color. The, oh, I'm sorry. See? Well, that's... <laughs> yes, the artist. So, I wanted to get her... To, I wanted to get her, like, a pink shirt for Christmas. Or something. A pink calendar. A pink something, right? Because she loves pink the artist. But if you search on anything, pink shirt, all you get is pink colored shirts. All you get is pink colored calendars. Mm. Solve that one, Mike Rose. Is pink on cameo? That's a good question. Ooh. Hold. Yeah, but I bet you she, even if she is, I'm. she's no $50 cameo. She's probably no. like a, 600 no. to a grand, probably. She She's definitely priced higher than Stugatz. What is Stugatz? Did you guys, did he? No, um, actually, and I wanted to ask you, have you listened to any of their stuff since they left ESPN? I have not, No. All right, so I listened to a little bit of their first couple of shows. It's been a really busy week because I'm in post-production. And then on Wednesday, or no, I'm sorry, on Thursday, they they did two shows. So they did two big suies, they did two local hours, they did two hour ones, and they did two hour twos. They did like eight hours of radio. And yeah, it's a lot. But I remember when I was listening to the beginning on... Tuesday, Chris Cody was underpriced. Was the the dilemma? Greg Cody cost more than Stu Gatz, which was weird. And really? then Stu Gatz was changing around his prices, but I don't remember where we landed. I don't have cameo, so I can't look. But I'm so bummed out that ESPN won't allow us to do cameo because I get tons of requests for people asking, Mikey C, would you send us a birthday message? Would you send me a Christmas message? Would you send my friend this message? I would make a killing on cameo. I was going to, I, as a Christmas gift to you for this episode, I was going to buy a cameo from Stu Gatz to you. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't know how to use this. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Maybe I will, just for fun. Maybe like on a random Tuesday, just for no reason. Oh, I'll paste wow. you guys to talk to you. <laughs> have you talked to them since they since they left the network? Not yet, no. But Stu Gatz supposedly is trying to get ESPN to allow them to let me still do the podcast with them. Well, it's not like you're, you're not like Mike, I I can see like restrictions as far as the week, the whole weekend observations crew goes like Michael Jr. is probably off limits for a little while. Like when Dan Patrick left the network, he couldn't have any ESPN people on for a really long time. So Michael Jr. is probably off for a while, but. Me, I'm not technically. Yeah. Yeah. 
and Antony doesn't work for the network anymore. Stanzik technically also, I mean, he's a producer. He's he's a mic'd producer, but he's he's not one of like the flagship talents or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can see him being able to get you guys, but I don't I don't know how any of those politics work. So I actually um, have an update on that. I just got a text from somebody at work that Mike A. Antonu there is actually going to be producing Stupidity. So I don't wow. know. I guess they are. But I don't know. Like you said, if they have no advertisers yet, I don't know how anyone's getting paid. But whatever. It's not my not our worries. I mean, <laughs> Dan is probably paying everybody right now. <laughs> I mean, right? Like he makes multiple millions of dollars millions, a year. Right? Yeah, I don't know. If you, I don't know. I, I don't. don't know. I don't know. People, I don't, do people come to your podcast to hear Levitar news? I don't know how boring it is for them. Well, I mean, people come to our podcast because you're on it. So, <laughs> so I guess <laughs> people people come to our podcast because of our guests, like most notoriously. No. And you probably have one of the bigger followings of the people that we have on. Oh, you guys are so sweet. No, it's 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 actually like literal numbers. Your your podcasts and the podcasts with the people that we interview from like HQ Trivia and you know, a few of the other standouts tend to bring bigger numbers. So how are your New Year's then? Did you guys do anything for New Year's? I tried to, um, so I tried to get a few friends on, on Zoom. On Zoom? Oh, you should have invited me. Oh, I wish I'd known. I figured you had plans. No, I was supposed to. I was supposed to hang out with the lady friend, but um, she if, uh, she has kids. I think I told you she's a single mother, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think she ended up spending it with them. So, yeah, I did nothing. I was sitting home, and I watched Dick Clark's thing with Ryan Seacrest, who I like Seacrest, but then, I don't know, did you watch any of it? There was this guy. Who's Big, who's big Frida? Big Frida, yeah, I know. They're a musician, right? Yes, Big Frida. I turned it on. I, I will admit, we had a really, usually New Year's Eve for us, because I am a former bartender and my boyfriend is also within the bar industry and a bartender. We've always, always, always worked New Year's Eve. So this is the first New Year's Eve that I haven't either worked or been working on something different in probably 10 years. And, um, so we were just being boring and staying at home. And so I turned it on very briefly because by like 8 PM, we were back here and we turned on like Friday night lights. Like we're binge watching Friday night lights right now. Cause I haven't seen it. And, um, and you were going to try to set up this zoom thing. Well, yeah, I was trying to set up the zoom thing. And then I turned on the thing for the ball drop and I popped some like pink champagne and I'm trying to set up the zoom thing and I'm trying to get Mike Rose to join. I had a few friends who joined. I'm trying to get Mike Rose to join. And he's like, I am way too high. He's like, I'm high <laughs> off my ass. I cannot be a part of this. I forgot was, you asked because I'm sitting here like, how could I not have gotten invited? And I'm scrolling back in our text going, oh, I was. Yeah, you literally, I was like, get on the Zoom. And you're like, I'm so high. And that's the last thing I heard from you. I wasn't on this planet. Must've been another one. I don't um, understand how you all don't watch Anderson Cooper 
and Andy Cohen on every New Year's. They get trashed. I went back and, it's and hysterical. forth. I did. I did put him on for a little while too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I went watched. back and forth. They're the best New Year's hosts because they get absolutely trashed. It's hysterical. <laughs> every year, so for for a long time, I think it was end of high school, beginning of college, like that gap for me. It was when Anderson was hosting with Kathy Griffin. And yeah. every year I would get a text from a friend of mine who um, she's like this like super smart, like she introduced me to video games when we were kids and whatever. She's like this super smart lesbian chick. And she's like, happy new year to the Kathy, Kathy Griffin to my Anderson Cooper. And I was always so honored by it. And then Kathy Griffin like was socially canceled and now I don't hear from her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like too wild for like Anderson Cooper even, yeah. Yeah, she was, she was wild. Oh man, so you didn't do anything for New Year's? No. You're just I didn't saying? hypothetically either. Well, you got high, but. Which is doing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. So my New Year's was kind of boring. Everyone, like a couple of my friends were like, wow, Mike, if you really want to be nice, you should drive to like your friend, your girlfriend, whatever she is, house at midnight and then call her and be like, hey, come outside and I'll give you a kiss. But I didn't do that. And actually, I, I when you first started saying that, I was like, oh, that's lame. And then you finished. I went, well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's not lame at all. Well, that's yeah, sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. Then I didn't do it. Food. I think at a certain point, it's, we have to talk about football. We have to talk about. Yes, yeah, yeah. Let's get to football too. So, um, there's so much to talk about. All right. Can we just shame like Mike Rose first? Can we just shame his eels? Can we do that? <laughs> Can we start there? I'm, like, I'm I'm curious about your uh, your opinion on this because you're usually pretty blasé about these kind of things. So I'm curious if you have big opinions on on it. I'm still very mixed review in my brain about it. I didn't see the final game with the whole uh, uh, Jalen Hurts taken out thing and stuff, so I missed that. So I can't get into that detail. But, I mean, as far as, like, Carson Wentz and everything, like, I mean, oh. I, I wouldn't mind if – here's the thing, because I'm a 49er fan. I would take Carson Wentz next year as a 49er fan. Yeah, I think Carson Wentz will do really well anywhere but the Eagles because the Eagles don't know how to – do anything right now but the problem is he's gonna because of his contract right isn't gonna be pretty hard to move i think uh if he really wants out they're gonna let him restructure it so they'll push a lot of the money towards the end past the guaranteed mark uh so from a cap perspective like it would be an easier move and it sounds like those are the quote rumors um but no we're talking about the 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 last game where hypothetically the eagles might have thrown it yeah see uh, that's right Okay, so I suck because I missed that. <laughs> I don't know what no. I was doing. <laughs> no, but but they, I mean, you don't even have need, like, you don't need to see it to know that that's what happened. Like, that's exactly what fucking happened. And it was some shit. Like, honestly, as I think, I think about most things from, like, an objective perspective, but as a Giants fan, too, look, I'm not even trying to get into the playoffs. The Giants deserve no spot in the playoffs. And if the Eagles have won that game, Mm-hmm. We would have gone to the playoffs. I don't really care. We don't deserve to be there. It is null and void to me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they threw that game, like I am completely a a Joe Judge sympathizer with the comments that he gave about 
the Eagles throwing this game and it being a disrespect to the league and a disrespect to the game. I think it's complete bullshit. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I think it's bullshit too. I don't think you throw games. It's also it was really frustrating for me because like that's just not Philly sports unless you're you're the 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 basketball team. They've been doing that for five years, but again, like their their ratings are trash because of it. It's just not very Philly to throw games. That being said, one. I have been, so at first I was really upset about it because I was like, that's just like not Philly sports and whoever made that call needs to be fired. Um, Since Doug Peterson hasn't been fired, I guess it wasn't his call because had he made that call on his own, he would have been fired. Right, Um, right. Given given the, 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 uh, the, the hit back, if you will. But um, I will say I was a little thrown because a couple of like veteran offensive linemen did say, no, the plan was to put, Sudfeld in late or at some point my thing is it seemed very placed why like but but and also like why if you want to win the game you keep with the game plan we weren't winning the game and what what did you have to what would they have to gain by by losing I mean of one spot in the playoff or in the draft Mm -hmm. draft picks by how much though like three (laughs) Right, that's uh, what I mean. But like, uh, it would be only like, yeah, three spots. But fact check, uh, they were losing. Um, So hypothetically, you can make the argument Eagles were losing. Eagles couldn't get the ball down the field. Uh, Hertz's passer rating was twenty five (laughs) percent, which is pretty bad. Um, That being said, like that's one statistic among many that Hertz was obviously doing a good job. It's not really about that. I mean, the Eagles, in my opinion, had they just earlier in the week saying we're going to play Sudfeld at some point because this game. Like it's a preseason game for us and our backup quarterback should play once this year. I would have been like, yeah, sure. I mean, like it doesn't matter to you. And why would you risk Hertz who might be the future and a game that doesn't matter to the Eagles? You sound um, like an apologist big time. Oh yeah. Super big apologist. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, if they, if, if I walked in a room and they were like, no, we threw that game on purpose. I would, I would light it up, but it's yeah. a hard argument to stand by because there are, reasons to believe that it was in the cards to do such a thing. My thing is the optics are bad. Um, and also Joe judge out here who worked for the Patriots during deflate gate, but is now all about, you know, having integrity in football, but didn't speak way too much about it when he was in the middle of one of the biggest, fucking one of the right, biggest, relax. biggest hoopla in NFL history, but he was all quiet then. Now he's out here with a big mouth Relax. saying, oh, we have integrity and I care about the NFL. He didn't care back then, didn't say much. So I'm not really interested in his opinion until he wraps all that up. Um, but no, you you don't throw games in the NFL. If you want to bench your quarterback because you're like, I don't want to risk my quarterback in a game that doesn't matter. Fine. Just say that. Just say or, or say ahead of time, we're going to play Sudfeld at some point. Because right now what's happening is you have half the players being like, we had no idea that was going to happen and we're pissed. And the other half saying we were made well aware that Subfeld was going to go in. I, it's no, no. If you're going to bench your quarter, I mean, that's stupid. We're, we're, that's the last game of the season. It's the final game and they weren't making the playoffs. And it wasn't like anyways. it was at halftime, right? Wasn't it like the last couple what, mm-hmm. possession? It was like basically, the last possession of the game, basically? No, it was the last like 12 minutes. They, last they 12 minutes. Okay, I'm sorry. And unfortunately, what's hard is like, because I, for a few days, I was like trying to find the argument to to drag the Eagles for it. But then the argument stands that they, they weren't moving the ball down the field. They weren't getting into the end zone. They weren't, it wasn't getting done with Hertz. 
in certain statistical formats. And so, yes, yeah, so you can make the argument that maybe, quote, Sudfeld was the answer. But after that, the two turnovers in the first five minutes he played, you weren't going to bench him after that? That's sus. Or uh, when they could have made the field goal to tie the game and they decided to go for it and not make it, sus. It's all very watery, um, unfortunately. Well, all right. With that said, I mean, you guys got to be pretty pumped that there's going to be three wild card games tomorrow and three on Sunday, right? That's going to be fun. I'm lit. If I if I've got the time to fucking watch them, I'm lit. Yeah. But... What is what is you're lit? I'm excited. You know. I'm oh, okay. Like you didn't sound very excited. <laughs> See, that's so. So, Mikey, you probably understand Ooh, this because you work okay. in in radio, right? So, my biggest qualm Ooh, with my job. Because so right now, full disclosure, I'm in post-production for like this major narrative podcast series that's going to be announced in 11 days. But I spend my entire workday listening to this podcast and I am missing out on listening to and watching so many other things, right? You join the gym, Kata. That's like a good, that's where I listen to a lot of my podcasts at the gym. Yeah, I don't, gyms aren't open here. I don't, uh, you live in, in fantasy land. <laughs> well, and yeah, and now they're freaking packed with all the revolutioners there. Oh, God. It was packed. Really? Yeah, all the Tell people. Us more. Oh, well, it, it's, it's the same thing every year. They People have these New Year's resolutions that they're going to all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, get in shape this year. So, like, oh, yeah, it's notorious that the gyms are always packed in, like, January and stuff like that. I, I mean, I've never really, I've never really been a public gym fan. Like I, I cycle daily, um, on my, like, yeah, whatever, whatever your form of activity is. Yeah. yeah that's, no, that's and good I place try to listen to podcasts. No. And, and I do try to like stay consistent with that, but it, that's, I mean, these days, these past few weeks, it's been like, you know, no more than 30 minutes because I start work at, I have my first morning meeting at nine 30 and I've been working until 11, like which is kind of why I was like, okay, scheduling Mikey C. And then you bitched out on us yesterday, but it's fine. I was I sick. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't want to do the episode while you were throwing up. Like, we kind, throw of, we up. kind of wanted you like in the bathroom, like vomiting into a toilet. It was pretty close. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was just my head was pounding. That would, I would have been like, eh. <laughs> Mikey no. C., can we get, can we get like super wasted with you and go on live stream at some point? And you're saying and like record it yeah like a live stream <laughs> yeah fuck it yeah sure we should we should i think that's like the next step in our relationship is like getting drunk like friends could have done it on new year's it. we could have what are the legalities of doing like a live stream during the draft and doing a drinking game well mikey c will probably work the draft right probably but how about maybe one of these playoff games or something we totally could. We could. And the thing is, because I'm not worried, because I never, even like as, even as drunk as I get, I'm really not a belligerent. I'm a pretty good drunk. No, me too. Like I'm drunk yeah. right now, but you probably can't tell. Are you? I'm a horrible you, drunk. I, I don't know how to put this. Um, you had had some weird text a few weeks ago. I don't know. I'll have to talk to you about this <laughs> off air. <laughs> what did I say? What did she say? I don't want to get into it here. No, I want to get into it very right now. Odd. <laughs> No, no, no. I actually have to get going soon. Anyways, I have to go get Burger King for my mom for dinner. All right. And well, you need to get her a vaccine. 
Yeah, well, or get me a vaccine. She doesn't leave the house, I'm telling you. <laughs> just say that you're her. Yeah, but put you on, can get the on, vaccine. Like, a nice put on like a nice muumuu and just go in. Right? <laughs> Remember, you can get the vaccine, but still spread, I think, right? Isn't that kind of the gag? But if you have the vaccine, you can't get it. Oh, oh you know what? That is a good point. You're right. I don't yeah. want to. I don't. I don't want to think about that. I want a cure. I want a be all end all cure all situation. Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure vaccines. I think it's the flu vaccine too, because like you, can't you even if you have the flu vaccine, hypothetically spread the flu, but you just can't get it. It makes sense. And you know, and I wonder because you know I'm in this relationship with this girl and things are working right now, but what happens when? When COVID does come to an end, I mean, lives are going to go back to like, they're, they're going to change. I mean, I don't know. I'm just wondering what's going to happen to like our relationship. Will it get, will it be better for us? Will it be worse for us? You know, you hear all these, I mean, we can get into this in another, yeah, we'll have to get into like another podcast to talk about these things. We really should. I want to have a friend on with you, Mikey C, that you'd really like, um, our good friend, uh, well, I won't name her right now because I want her to sign off on it, but she got into a relationship right at the beginning of COVID. It was like a, a Tinder Bumble thing. And they had like one date together before the lockdown was mandated in New York and they stayed in touch and now they're still together and now they're having like all kinds of problems. They're having because, problems. Yeah, because like now suddenly like they've decided that, okay, we trust each other as far as COVID. So now we're like fucking and like, doing all this stuff and um and because it's just so mechanical that that's what's happening because they can't be going out and doing right. anything else it like the magic is gone and whatever and i'm like girl you deserve better and she's like but girl i can't get better right now because covid so <laughs> that's good and i and i have a best friend who got married right before covid right before like we got locked down so now like you know he knew obviously he was getting married but he didn't know he was going to be locked in this apartment in new york with his wife 24 7 and he's he's going through troubles yeah there's a we should do a covid relationship podcast we really should and i still want to have you on with the sex therapist too that i know um there's a there's a lot we need to do. I'm so sorry it's taken so long to to get you back on here. I just I figured you're so busy with your other platform, yeah, and well, now that that now other platform, that yeah, yeah. Now I'll have a little free more time for that, even though it's been taken up by the girl. But but yeah, I'll get drunk with you guys during one of these playoff games too. Let's yeah, let's do that sometime too. I think it'd be super fun. Let's figure out let's figure out a day that works for everybody. Um, All right. Like, can can like you bring me to weekend. work on draft day? Can it be like bring your child to work day? I think we could like probably get away with it. You're not his know. child. I think we could probably get away with it though, right? <laughs> As a child? <laughs> yeah, I think you can probably get away with it. Are you saying that I'm old? Great. I think I look about 17 and you look like you could be in your like late 30s. And I think with that, like 18, like knock, got knocked up. Mom ran. Bye guys. It was good talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye Mikey. Love you, sweetheart. All right. Let's do these things. All right. Right. Let's do them. I love it. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll sort it out. All right. So to be continued, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye sweetheart. (laughs) Say hi to your mom for us. I will. (laughs) Bye guys. Bye. Bye.